Welcome to First Generation Burden, a series of conversations with immigrants and the children of immigrants. My name is Rich Tu and I'm your host. Today we talk to Zipong Zhu. He's an art director, designer, and illustrator. He lives in New York City and also he's originally from China. We have a really fun conversation. We talk a lot about his upbringing in China and his education there, as well as his journey to the United States to study at the School of Visual Arts and his early professional experiences working for Sagmeister and Walsh and the challenges of being an immigrant business owner in the United States. This conversation also has a couple of random diversions and a couple of, of exclusives as well, including Zipang's uh, original name when it came to the United States. But no spoilers. Uh, you're just going to have to listen for that one. Also, I want to give it up to our sponsor, Desjin. Desjin is an American modern gin with a mission to unite design with the spirit industry. Designed both inside and out, it merges the traditional and the unconventional. Like I said before, I'm a really big fan of those guys, and the product's really awesome, and it looks really good, so definitely give them a shout. And so before we start, I just want to say that this podcast is a lot of fun, and I really enjoy talking to a lot of people that are really good friends and also amazingly talented, but it is a bit of a bummer that... Uh, it feels like these conversations are even more relevant given the current political climate. Even today's conversation has a very genuine note towards the end. And um, I would love for um, our immigrant brothers and sisters out there to uh, take a note of optimism, hopefully, from this conversation. But overall, it's just good vibes. So without further ado, Mr. ZZ Design himself, Zipang Zhu. six. For example, they would do like a traditional Chinese painting, Mm. but in the back, they would put LED lights, have animation going through the traditional painting. It's it's really cool. It's it's strongly recommended. Like a MoMA or new museum type situation? I would say new museum-ish. Gotcha. Oh, like with disruptor vibes? But new museum with slightly better taste. (laughs) Hashtag no shade. It's okay. They don't have to hire me. Yeah, exactly. Let's get into it. Zapong, it's good to see you, man. Same here. Yeah. Nice to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having... uh, Thanks for being here. Sorry. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, wait, you're... Don't steal my lines, Rich. (laughs) Um, So for our listeners, uh, Zapong, you are, in my eyes, um, the living embodiment of uh, internet (laughs) to me. Thank you. That's quite a compliment. Uh, Absolutely. But also, just I love your energy and I love um, your your unapologetic approach to what you do and I think what you do is fantastic and um, yeah and, and every time I hang out with you I am fully engaged and like in your presence so it's dope to have you here I have to fight for the stereotype I have to prove there is one Chinese person that has personality so I gotta <laughs> be that person you know that right oh we're definitely gonna get into that oh yeah can I wait um, so I just want to hear a little bit about your background, um, like how you arrived in this country, and also you are an immigrant in this country, currently, hardcore. currently illegal. <laughs> oh shit! No, no, I'm legal here right now. Yeah, legal-ish though. Legal. You're on the I'm, cusp. Of legal. I'm, I'm, I'm in the gray zone at the moment. Got it. But you are uh, like one of those exceptional, exceptional people or individuals that comes through. Yes, is not the type of situation well i really would not say that i would love to say that i really i don't know what the legal verbiage is for stuff like that well okay so my story was yeah yeah well i i am a 90s kid um born and raised in china south of china right next to hong kong a city called shenzhen and my shenzhen is only 10 years older than me my parents moved to the city to develop the city 
and that's where they met and that's where they had me. Wow. And so uh, my dad is from the north. My mom's from Shanghai. And but I grew up in the south of China. So I grew up with all Cantonese kids. So um, for survival, I was forced to learn Cantonese. Otherwise, I would get beat the shit out of every single <laughs> And your parents day. spoke Mandarin? Yeah, they speak Mandarin. Gotcha. And they cannot speak a word of Cantonese. I'm like the only person in my family can communicate to Cantonese people. Can you, can you speak in Mandarin? Yeah. Okay. And I can speak another dialect they speak in Shanghai. Gotcha. So I speak three different kinds of Chinese. So I can handle most of Chinese people. <laughs> and your English is pretty good too. Well, I, I will tell you why I speak like this. Okay. Just in five seconds. Um, so I was in public school all my life up till about... Um, after first year of high school, my mom transferred me to a British boarding school. I was in Chinese public boarding school before. and A British I, boarding school in China? In China, in my city. Wow, and how far from your home, your physical home, was the boarding school if it's still in Not your city? Not too far. Um, it's like probably 30, 40-minute drive. Is that typical? No, it's extremely unusual. Um, yeah. So my school was this really bizarre um, system that basically, if you decided to join the school, you're going to give up your education in China. Hmm. So I basically was, well, I did not want to go there because I loved my uh, high school. Sure. Um, I loved my high school. I did not want to go to this boarding school. But my parents said that you should study abroad. And I said, okay, I will do that. So I went to that school. And during that school, there are a few things that uh, happened to me. First of all, I was obsessed with Gossip Girl. <laughs> obsessed. Sure. Like Blair Wardolf is yep. like my queen at the time. Right, right, and right. So because of, um, I used to speak uh, proper British English. What does that mean, proper British? I'm sure I have a thought. I I, I can imagine that, but I, what does that mean to Now, you? it just sounds like me doing a really bad English accent. Got it. But I used to say flat a lot. Oh. Hmm. Trousers. Trousers. Lift. Okay. Not elevator. Oh, a fun story. Would you say bullocks? Bullocks. No, I say um, twat. <laughs> a lot. Got it. Yeah, <clears throat> bollocks is not my not not my word, but twat is. Oh my god, I love that word. Yeah, um, just a word though. Yeah, no, I am. I'm. I'm I very much enjoy penises. <laughs> um, love them. Um, <laughs> cannot believe we we're only like five minutes I, in. Uh, I've already I, dropped I a deep actually, bomb. I can actually believe that we're only five minutes in. Yes. <laughs> um. So I used to say all that word and then, but because of Blair, now I have a Upper East Side bitch accent. <laughs> I send out condescending vibe all the time. Yeah, you do. You're the, you're the, the king sh- of side eye. I'm the shady queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the queen of side eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, uh, <laughs> well, that's why I love interacting with you so much. Cause you are like, you just throw like, what you feel like, on surface immediately. And I'm just like, Oh, I know exactly how to read this. Yeah. I mean, to me, I am really not in the mood to sugarcoat anything, yep. you know, like I am here to make friends, but I'm not here to make you comfortable. Sure. 
like that was that's not my agenda you know i am really not interested in small talks yeah oh my god hi how are you right, right i right. don't give a fuck totally if you're doing good great and i'm doing awesome yeah so let's rock yeah exactly yeah yeah i'm really like i i don't understand the point of small talks it's just like what are, are you getting out of this we're not like this is not gonna take us anywhere right. this is all might as well be real and lower the voice and be a real human instead of like the other day i sat next to a bunch of sorority girls no offense to sorority girls but like sometimes right. the gathering is believe me they have a very they, they high have thick skins. they'll be fine uh, yeah. i mean all they need is pinagrisio anyway so whatever <laughs> um it's okay. I cannot wait for all the hate mails to drop <laughs> to my Twitter tomorrow. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I am really not in the mood to make anybody feeling happy. I, I, I'm not intentionally hurt anybody's feelings, but when things need to be said, I have to say them because oh, yeah. why waste the, time? What's the point of going around like just to have these like fake? I am not here for that. Totally. I moved from China to here, so I am going to be as honest as possible here. Exactly. Uh, I love that. So wait, go, so going back and, and, right. and then uh, your upbringing in boarding school what, and, and that experience, like what, what was, uh, I'm, I'm curious to know how the idea of uh, moving to the States came in and also like when, oh, yeah. when creativity came in and also when you were like, you know, what, what are those vibes? That actually, was that... Less that was less than ten years ago. Now boarding school. Yeah, it's exactly ten years ago. It's crazy. Yeah. So what happened was short amount of time. Yeah. What happened was we're debating no, on who gets the. No, you get a stress ball. I get the stress ball. You yeah. can get the stress ball. That one's a hard ball. No, though. I like hard ball. Okay, fine. I like the balls hard. <laughs> um. So um, what do you call it? I was really interested in manga before. Got it. Before I moved to the uh, boarding school. Oh, and like what what mangas specifically? Naruto, One Piece, and um, shockingly not Sailor Moon. Like I'm hmm. like I love Sailor Moon as an anime, but, but it's like, retro. Yeah, it's a little bit even older. So like like yeah. when I was getting into manga, it's all about Naruto and um, yeah. Oh, Death Note. Oh my. Oh man, have you seen the, the Netflix? The yeah, not yet. Not yeah. yet. I am a little scared. Allie's watching it like in pieces at home. Okay. So when I come home, I'll, she'll be watching it. And I'll be like, Ugh. it's a movie though. Like it is she, a movie. She, she's just chopping it up like into like uh, yeah, few yeah. nights. Oh, you know how like you'll just how come does she home. like it? Uh, she, I don't. I think she's not that impressed by it to be honest. But also, I'm wondering about like the whole whitewashing thing of like. But the enemy itself is amazing. Though. Yeah, I know. I watch. Okay, this is really bad. I literally binge watch. Death Note, the whole anime series in one day. Wow. I That's how many episodes is that? 44. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I barely slept that day. Oh, my God. One time, I it, this was in high school, and I'm older than you, of course, but one time I stayed home just so I could binge watch uh, two seasons of Ranma one half. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, in junior year. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. It's so ridiculous. So, I was really loving manga, and yep. then at, up to one point, I realized I really don't have a talent in being a illustrator. It's funny how like that kind of illustrator. Yeah, yeah. I just cannot draw characters very well. I don't draw beautiful men and beautiful women loving each other. Sure, I'm really not good at that. Sure, I also not good at drawing 
uh, animals or monsters. I'm just like good at drawing very dumb, like very simple things. Right, right, right. So fast forward a little bit. Um, I also have never taken any art classes before because my dad was a designer. Oh, and an art director. This is interesting. And a photographer and a painter. He's a professionally trained painter. Wow. He had a very tough career. He like when I was born, he's already gave up on creativity. So there's no um. He, I was almost like forbid to do art. Oh, because his heart had been broken. Yeah, he doesn't want me to have a tough life. So I have never taken a single art class up to uh, art class up till high school wow. when I went to that um, British boarding school. Wow, it was almost like forbidden ish. <laughs> forbidden ish, like they they were fine with me doing manga, but like I was like I am like the moonlighting king. You know, I oh moonlight God. so many things. I was president through like three different clubs. I have my own radio show. Wow, in Chinese, obviously, but sure. um, and then I have this um music video um viewing hour so it's just one hour a week i get to play whatever music video that i want to show to my to my classmates and my schoolmates oh that's so cool like i have the school channel um as has a uh, little show i was like our version of mtv in a way like i just play it so oh you know like this week j-lo just dropped a new (laughs) <laughs> track so let's look at that yeah and, yeah, and yeah. it's like a lot of a lot of like western things so that's when i started Chinese carson yeah 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 were you the tallest one in your class too oh my god yes i was because asian people are small asian yeah. people in general they're, small. They're, and also is the like, cantonese is not known for being tall Got it. Like, if you go north probably yeah i mean my family is from the north so i grew up like a giant next oh to all god. my friends so, but also I was kind of flamboyant, so it's a really interesting mix. Oh, just be up on the mic though. Yeah. What? Just be up on the mic. Okay. Even more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see the the levels have to. Okay. Is this better? Yeah, it's good. Okay, perfect. Sounds good? Yeah, it's good. It's great. Do I sound sexy? <laughs> yes. Could you stare Mag- at me more, please? Magnetic. <laughs> yeah, I really like to make every single straight man uncomfortable. That's my living goal. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was doing a lot of those things. So I was really started to expose to like Western culture and, um, all my classmates were going to London and I am the only one that decided to go to America because by that time my accents already Americanized, I was, I was the only one that does not pronounce, pronounce it John Denver, John Denver. And oh, I, really? Like, I have such a strong American accent. Like, people make fun of me all the time. And because I was, like, such an odd one out in my school because everybody speaks British English. And I was sure. the only one that pronounced everything in American English. Wow. So, um, I was really interested in art, but I was a biochemistry major. Like, huh. I was my school's best biochem student. Biochemistry. I was so good at it. It's shocking. <laughs> it's a lot of math or calculation. What is? I'm that? really good at math. Oh well, I mean. Oh, you are that kind of Asian. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm terrible at math. I'm I don't play. At. I don't play violin. Thank God. Otherwise, I would be like you know check all the marks. That's but so funny. I, I almost s- went to summer school for math. I almost failed math in high school. Let me tell you. I am so good at math. It's crazy. Oh God. It's like, but. 
to me, like biocam is like effortlessly easy to me. Hmm. I mean, now probably not anymore. Sure. But what? Why do you think that is? What? What, what about your brain? Do you think makes something like biocam easy, or what about biochem is easy to you? Because I'm trying to understand. It makes a lot of sense to me. Like chemistry is equations. Yep. It's whatever plus whatever turn into whatever. Right. And you know, like in the world, um, <clears throat> in the world, the uh, energy is always the same. Yeah. But it just energy turn into different forms. Right. And chemistry is exactly like that. Right. It's so, a transformation of energy. Yeah. And also, you know, like you, you swap the elements from this thing to next thing and form a new thing. It's, it makes a lot of sense to me. Yes. And I was like, why wouldn't, like, I don't understand why people find that difficult because right. it's very clear to me. Uh, and, I think numbers are intimidating. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't find them scary at all. But no. meanwhile, I find reading and writing really intimidating. Oh, really? I I have to make a confession. Huh. At, up to this moment, I still have not read a single English book. <laughs> How many years have you been in America? Uh, eight years. Oh, that's fine. Have you read a magazine article at least? No, I, I read articles. Oh, so but like that's as long as I can go, though. Like, you know, oh. Twitter is my favorite form of reading because yep. it's 140 characters, and that's yep. about it. Yep. You know, like, I'm the type of person go to BuzzFeed, I read the title, the subtext, and then the, all the quotes. Like, yep. whatever the main article, I skip them. <laughs> you know, I would do the slideshows, okay? Like, sure. I love the slideshows. Sure. But, but that's about it. But I feel like, honest, well, okay, this is going to be controversial, but I mean, like, I haven't, I read a book every three years, four years. I'm in the progress of reading a book right now, which is very intense about race relations, like Uh-oh. post Trayvon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post Trayvon race relations, but pre, um, pre election. So it's like, this is oh, interesting yeah. space. Anyway, it's, it's, a, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a series of essays that, and like, I'm, I'm, it's not a slog, but I'm like trying to comprehend it consciously. And I'm just like, man, my reading skills from when I was in high school are just diminished. Well, I also do think a big um, thing to me is I absorb information very differently. Sure. I sure. mean, I do think maybe it is a new generation thing or whatever, but I live on YouTube. Yeah. Everything I don't understand, I YouTube it, Got basically. It. And um, yeah, I just spend a lot of time watching videos and listening to audio things that... Mm-hmm doesn't require me to read yeah. because most of the time I am staring at my screen totally. working. You got to do, you got to do like, you have to do like three more things. Yeah. Like I normally at home, I have my ginormous uh, iMac as my TV yeah. and I watch every single form of stand up comedy possible. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then while I was, you know, listening to that, I'm working on my thing and on my phone, I try to, you know, do right. some social media or whatever. Right. So it's like three screens occupy all my visions. You yeah. know, like I don't, I'm not good at blocking other things out to right. focus on reading because my eyes are just so occupied to screens all the time. I read this really interesting thing. Uh, well, one, I think I think the screen average apparently now is three screens per person. Like, yeah, that's the average. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think also I read this thing about millennials or Gen Z, um, young millennials, and then um, and Z, of course. Uh, but they 
have like the eight second uh, attention span. Oh yeah, yeah, the eight second attention span for sure. And um, but then apparently the eight second attention span is a uh, discernment time. So eight, you have eight seconds to catch um, someone in that demo's attention before they completely dismiss you. So it's really not like they can they can't focus within that time. It's more they're just judging you. Yeah, like if seconds. they're worth to invest their time exactly. to go further, the deeper invest investment. Yes. Yeah, like. You know, I think the successful YouTuber are really good at throwing all the things up front to get you hooked. Right, right. To stay right. there because yeah. they know otherwise you're going to change the channel. For sure. I think, you know, it's like classic essay style. Like this may be a Western thing, but um, in, in classic uh, high school essay, you tell the reader what they're about to read. Yeah. And then you do it and put them into points one two three four five exactly. different paragraphs and then at the end you just wrap up the thing that you mm-hmm. just show them yeah in it's conclusion it's, it's yeah it's tried and true and it's so simple you know just like give them give them a reader just let them know yeah i just think i am absorbing a lot of information and a lot of knowledge is just not from a book yeah for sure oh yeah, yeah. i mean you know like i can't but i have to say i can't even like listen through like an audiobook <laughs> my first book I bought was uh, Tina Facebook. I cannot. I, I fucking oh, really. I love her. Yep. I just cannot listen. Yeah. I'm just like, lady, I love you, but <laughs> shut up. Tina Fey, please work with me though. I will do anything I can. I'm sorry. What I did, really want to, but I can't. What did you think about her uh, her Charlottesville thing on on oh, Weekend uh, Update with the cake? Oh, it was. I I think it was really really great, and yeah. I just think. There was a bit of criticism about it, I believe. No, of course, but I but think there is criticism with everything. Yeah, but for me, if you're not controversial, yes, then what's the point? I hear that. I mean, I am like, to me, it doesn't matter if it's. I mean, of course, good press is better than bad press, right. but bad press is better than nobody remembers you. I agree with that too. So, um, I think for her, first of all, I think her point of view was very clear. Yep. Very straightforward right. and bold. Like so very bold. Sh- it was really ballsy. Right. There are two levels of narrative that were happening in that. Yeah. Like I just love that she said that the president is a pussy yep. on national TV. Yep. Live. Yep. 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 That was impressive right, if anything the cake was a device to go viral yeah it was a vice a device to continuously engage yeah and also i think the cake is more of a um element to uh segues different people's opinion you know yeah. like when michael che asked for the cake that means he's agree with whatever she's saying yes. yes you know like i think they're just putting a lot of personal opinion in a more visual form i and agree then, and it to me it's brilliant I watched that video 10 times already. Totally, totally. And when she pulled out that fucking grilled cheese. (laughs) I think the idea of eating on screen too is just so like, from a performer standpoint, so not ideal. Oh yeah. You know? I am working on a semi-new project that involved me eating. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? Oh, I, do, I want to hold on to that book because I want to talk about that. Yeah. But I want to talk about you coming to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to... We're like sidetracked side real hard exactly, right now. Exactly, really hard, but I love it. I'm going to reel it back and I want I want to make sure we talk about that. Yeah. So um, 
earlier, previously, yeah. when we were talking about me in high school. Right. Friends were uh, going to London. You want to go to America. Yes, because I've already have a very, very strong American accent. I just feel it would be so weird for me to go to England and me as a man from China that speak American accent. I think it would be so confusing to so many people. Oh, that's interesting. And also, I just wasn't really interested in the um, the way that um, the British education system works. So what it does is uh, I was in this thing called A-Level. Okay. And you study two years in China first. And then you go to the UK for another three years. Okay. And I want to stay abroad for full four years. Like I want to have my whole college experience abroad. I don't want to do a pre-year in China. I'm, I was so sick of my country at the time. <laughs> I love China though, by the way. How old were you at the time? Uh, I was 16 or 17. Got it. And um, because I was the president of all these clubs right um i was doing all the event posters and stuff yeah and um because i i did um manga before i was really good at photoshop so i did all my poster in photoshop like they're like one gigabyte files every single one of them oh my god and i still have them in my apartment that's like, crazy they are so embarrassing it's <laughs> amazing and then um i just remember i took one art class for the first time and his name is cedric my teacher oh this wonderful frenchman Mm-hmm. so nice so sweet and then he just said that have you ever considered to study design because i was so into making posters right and like every single powerpoint presentation that i do it's beautifully designed <laughs> I, I believe it is i mean they have like you know inner inner glow outer glow like every single kind of like you know dreamy fairy effect sure. but that being said still yeah they were designed right. right and then um conscious thought put into an experience yeah and then um i got paid for um papa john pizza because they cannot really pay me i was underage so they just pay me so much pizza that's great yeah but but you're very svelte you look great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i I mean it's hard for me to be ginormous my body somehow does not absorb anything i'm just having a really hard time gaining weight Um, oh man i would love to bulk up yeah 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 but like I just always look very lengthy. <laughs> like I look like a pair of chopsticks all the time. I think you're over or underselling yourself. Okay, think I got very nice ass. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, so um I was in high school. Um I was like, oh, what is design? Yeah. Because Cedric told me about it, my art teacher. Um, so I started to look look it up and said, like, Oh, this is cool. I can get paid from doing like, you know, posters or whatever. Right. That's amazing. And I told my parent, and then we had a huge fight. Oh my god! Huge fight. Wow. Because they they were did it get physical? No, 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 no. Um, they got physical on other events, but um, I was because they never. Parents oh, can get oh, wild. Oh, oh, I have stories at the end of it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I was like the dream kid that most parents have. I was, I've never rebelled. I was very squared. I was like the perfect, I I was the good kid. You know, like I doesn't do anything. I don't smoke. I don't play with gangs. Like 
Oh, by the way, I'm from like a really ghetto part of my city. Oh, really? Like all my friends are gang leaders. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Like, I'm like the only one that like is really good at studying, like you know, go to like math club and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. And but I just I was so angry at my parents, and I just said to them, you know, I have been a good kid all my life. Right. Why don't you just let me rebel once? Right. And they got quiet because they knew that that was true. Wow. That was my card been saving all my life. Wow. Yeah, that's I had, crazy, dude. I had a whole set of cards in my back pocket. And um, yeah, huh. I they, they were like, all right, fine. You can go to America, study art. Where do you want to go? So I applied for school, for schools. Okay. And um, my dream school... Art Center rejected me. Art Center? Suck that, Art Center. <laughs> Look at me now. I have so much pent-up anger to that school. I love that. That's great. I went to SVA, so I have no Same. association with art. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're SVA kids. Exactly. But what a funny thing about SVA is I think I just really lucked out because I have no idea what SVA is. Oh, yeah. I SVA just, is like the king of schools in New York. Yeah, but I never heard of them. I only re- The only reason I applied, it was because they sent really crazy catalogs to all the high schools. Hmm. So... SVA's catalog was the coolest. It was, yeah, it looks great. It was so so thick and like like the paper is cool, like yeah. the crazy printing, nice design, all that. So I was really impressed by that. But meanwhile, there's also SCAT. Oh yeah, SCAT is awesome. Yeah, and also you get to hang out in Georgia. And also they Campus give is dope. huge scholarships. I had I had yeah. a very generous scholarship from SCAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And SVA gave me nothing. Oh, yeah, SVA, yeah. So, hence the second fight with my parents. (laughs) Shit. Because they were just like, why don't you want to go to the school that, you know, gives you you money? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, I just want to be Blair from Gossip Girl. Yeah, so you want to live in New York. Yeah, I want to live in New York. I want to sit at the mess stairs, eat yogurt, and talk shit about other people. Um, That was honestly what I wanted to do. That's great. But what I said to mom, it's like, mom, think about this. If I go to SCAT, I would probably want to end up in New York somehow. Might as well start there. Yeah, that's so true. And um, and to be honest, I feel like I might get too cocky if I just walk in with a huge scholarship. I'm just like, I'm the shit, whatevs. Right. So, like, kind of, like, SV kind of kept me grounded. And then the second I arrived... That's such a good point. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I exactly what you mean. That makes I, so much sense. I have sense. to work hard for every single money, uh, every, every single penny that my right. parents spent because they spent so much money in my right. school. I have to work hard. And you'd probably get a job sooner and a better job out of the gate out of SVA. I did not know that at the time. Yeah. I only knew that. that yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I only knew that is I want to be in New York. Right. Also, by the way, at the time I watched like Project Runway a lot. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just. I used to love Project Runway. I, I still love them. I don't watch them as much, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. love it. Uh, I just feel that I have to be in New York. Right. It doesn't really matter. Yep. I have to be there. And that's the reason I picked SVA. And I remember 
my first day uh, arrived uh, after arrived uh, in America. I was walking on 23rd Street, like passing uh, Madison uh, Square Park. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was like, I called my mom. It's like, mom, I know this is really weird for me to say, but I think I just found my home. Wow. Because I feel so belonged here. Like, I don't feel like a weirdo, even though my English sucked at the time. <laughs> I, I, My English was so bad. and But I just feel like every single person on the street, like, you know, like when New Yorker walk like this, like, I don't give a fuck face. Totally. And that face is so familiar to me for some reason. Yeah. And I just, oh my God, I just feel so belonged. And... I don't really speak English at the time, but I'm just, like, that's how my, um, our school life started. Yeah. And four years later. Yeah. And there were a lot blossomed. of, yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of international students at SVA too. 70%. Yeah. It's crazy. 70%. Yeah. But I was the, like, the hang few out with- Chinese kids. There, there weren't that many Chinese kids oh, at the time. A lot of Korean kids. A lot, everybody speaks Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I picked up like some Korean words now. Like gotcha. I can't order at a Korean <laughs> restaurant without saying a single so word I of English. Up a Korean fiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So SBA really worked out because I did not know that. Oh, I did not know who Milton Glazer was mm. up till I got to the school. Mm. And then I just remember when I was doing orientation, like one of the leader oh, orientation leaders said like, don't you feel lucky and blessed that you're in the presence of Milton Glazer? And in my head, I was like, oh, who that? And, and, and then, of course, I Googled him afterwards. I said, like, oh, my God, this is the chairman of our school. That's right. crazy. Absolutely. So I was, I really lucked out on my college oh, yeah. education. Like, I just. You landed where you needed to land. Yeah. I did not know SVA is this good, right. to be honest. And, but. You know, I worked really hard. I worked so hard. Yep. And it worked out. That's awesome. So, like, after like, your time in this video, you were Richard Wall's program? Yep. Gotcha. Did you, what teachers do you remember while you were, you had while you were? Oh, there? my God. I have every, I remember every single one of them. But um, I just remember. Who are the good ones? In my, in my senior year, I had my design Charlie's Angels. So, I had um, Paul Scher. Wow. Who was. Uh, Cameron, uh, uh, Cameron Diaz in in this scenario, <laughs> I have. Oh, uh, you're going with the film. Oh, I'm going with the film. Yeah, I yeah, am gonna go. give you the film, there and um, I also have Karen Goldberg. It's wow. practically Lucy Liu. Mm-hmm. I have Gail Anderson, who is wow. the Drew Barrymore. Totally, totally, total, total Drew Barrymore here. And um, what's that guy? Is this his name Stanley? Not Charlie, but the one before. Like the other dude that's the liaison bet- between oh, Charlie and Bosley. Uh, Bosley. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, that's I right. I believe I pulled the name out. That's right. And uh, Brian Collins was. Um, oh. So I have these four four people, and Richard Wilde is my Charlie, basically. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I have these five legends. And also, Debbie Millman oh, is wow. like my, um, um, how do I say this? It's like a career advisor. Got it. In a way, like she gave me so many like uh, tips. Yep. So these gang of awesome legends mm-hmm. really sculpted my current wow. career. Wow. I would say, like they 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 really prepared me for 
every single scenario. And I, I think if I didn't have them, I would not land at Sagmeister the second after I graduated. Yeah. Yeah. How was that process? That is another really lucked out situation. (laughs) I mean, I have to say like my career path, it's not the most applicable to other people just because I just have really good damn luck. Totally. But, but I think I work hard. Yeah, you do. I, I work really hard, but, and your work is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You're sweet. Um, but, um, when I was at school, I was doing, doing okay, doing pretty well. Um, and I was giving a talk to the new coming freshman and Timothy Goodman was also there. Got it. So he recommended me to Jessica and at the time, uh, I had another uh, upperclassman, Santiago Casquia. He. What year was this? Uh, 2013. Got it. 2013. Yeah. This is like five minutes ago. Yeah, it is. I only graduated four years ish. Huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Santiago already started working at Sagmeister, but he's a year above me. So he came back to see our portfolio. Mm-hmm. So he also recommended me. Got it. So these two people recommended me to my previous boss, Jessica Walsh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I remember um, my parents came here from a graduation and I was taking them on the high line on a Tuesday afternoon, just like walk around. And I got an email from her saying, Hey, uh, I have heard great things about your portfolio. Would you want to come to the studio and show me your work mm-hmm. this Thursday or Friday? And I said to her, I can't do Thursday because I'm graduating, but I can meet you on Friday. Yeah. So, um, wow. Like right after graduation. Yes. And then, um, after meeting her on Friday, I started the Monday after. Wow. So I had two day vacation. Oh my God. Yeah. I was supposed to take my parents to California, to LA, to like chill out a little bit. Yep. Canceled everything. Wow. Canceled flights. It it just, I just gave yeah. up all the plans for this because this is the best job you can ask for exactly. as a designer. Right out the gate. Yeah. This fourth day after I graduated. That's, it's, it's so crazy because I feel like uh, when you when you get out of school, like you have to kind of work your paces and you have to do the shit jobs at first that are like that aren't sexy, that aren't interesting. Oh, that's fine. Um, that aren't sexy, that aren't interesting. And then... And then you have to work up to trust so you can work on really interesting things. Yeah, or you yeah, have to yeah. go like the dual path of- You pay your dues, to- basically. Exactly. You you do your personal work and then you have your, your work work that pays the bills. And at, po- at some point they converge. Yeah. It's, I have to say, like the reason I said I really lucked out is I've only done one internship and one job ever in my life. Right. Now I have my own studio. Yeah. Four years after I graduated. Right. It's- yeah, I'm pretty lucky. No, yeah, you are pretty lucky. But look, I think I said this in the- I hustle. Yeah, you hustle hard as hell. Yes. And um, I said this in another podcast, I think, with with Kari Randolph. It was uh, uh, when when hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But I think you have both. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, 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 I definitely hear you. 
But I remember I was never the best kid in my school. Like yeah. when I was at SVA, I was not the teacher's favorite. Oh, sure. I was not. When I was at SVA, my, I wasn't a teacher's favorite either. I remember, oh, I went to the MFA program and I was actually saying this today because I found some Davis Sandlin old MTV books mm-hmm. from the MTV Awards. They're just sitting right back there. And um, I remember Sandlin gave me a note for my thesis and Mario Hugo was my uh, thesis advisor. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. And um, this is 2009. And then I walk in the room with Sandlin and Marshall and, uh, and, uh, one of the notes was like, Rich, I want more. But at the time I was freelancing too, um, with on editorial stuff. So, but I'd only given like six pieces for thesis, but I thought they were all dope. So I was like, you don't need more than six. Cause this is all good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. And, uh, quality doesn't mean is exactly. Why do I have to do more shit? I already said what I wanted to say. Yeah. yeah quality totally. is so much more important. Exactly. So yeah, it's like that kind of thing where I would just, I would catch shit for stuff like that. Yeah, but I remember because I always feel that I was not good enough Got it. to my classmates. Like, I was really blessed. I, w- I, I graduated from a very talented year. Yeah. All my friends are doing really well. Right. Um, but because of them, I feel like they were, they were so ahead of me. I had to work hard. So I worked extra, 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 extra hard. I was taking uh, 21 credits. Yeah, like SVA, your requirement is 15. Yeah. I was overreaching. I, I took two extra classes. Oh my God. And I was- Did um, you feel fruitful? Were you like actually creating work that you were proud of at the time? Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, okay, here's something <laughs> really crazy that I did that I think it, I mean, I'm now paying the price for it, but <laughs> um, like, cause I'm, my, my body was like deadly damaged by like my senior year schedule. So I was on a sleeping pattern. Well, first, let me explain my um, all the courses that I had. I had two portfolio classes, which is your basic, um, most people thesis class. I have two. Right. And I was the lead art director of the school yearbook that year. Wow. So I have to schedule the whole school to take photos. Who was your, who was the faculty? Gail. Got it. Yeah. And um, I also have two honor class. And I have two, um, like humanity literature class and philosophy class. God. So I was really out doing myself at the time. Right. And, you and also I don't humanities have humanities too. Yeah. I don't have, and I, I, I don't have enough time. So I read somewhere that you can sleep 30 minutes. Every That's six, a myth, dude. No, you sleep 30 minutes every six hours. It's a myth. That's not real. So I do that. I did that for a whole semester. Oh, so from wow. from Sunday night to Friday night, every, like every thirty minutes, every six hours. Wow. And then I pass out for a whole Saturday because my body is like dead zombie. So I just died. You, I read a report that sleep debt, like dead D E B T, like sleep debt isn't real. It's like a myth that if you lose sleep and you uh, kill the brain cells by by preventing yourself from sleeping. They don't grow back. They don't. No, they don't grow back. back. Yeah, that's why gotta... I'm messed up right now. <laughs> oh, is that why you're messed mm-hmm. up? Oh, I'm sure. So messed up. <laughs> um, but you have to put that work, and I believe in that. I totally believe in that. You know, I graduated with twenty projects. <laughs> Jesus, twenty full blown developed projects. Crazy. Plus a yearbook. Wow. A 400 year book. That was published in mass. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just dropped that book on my senior review. Like 
I don't need to. I don't yeah. need to say more. Like yeah, exactly. this is probably the most amount of work that you know a senior can do. Totally. So I was that overachiever. Right. You're like that kid in Rushmore. You're. I don't know what Rushmore is. Oh, it's um, it's a, a Wes Anderson movie with Bill Murray and Jason Schwartz Schwartzman. Oh. Yeah. I will watch that. I'm. I, I don't know too many. Um, no, West Anderson. You don't have to watch it. It's fine. I know Grand Budapest and Moonlight Kingdom. And oh that. yeah, those. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you Fantastic go. Fantastic Mr. Fork, Fox. Yeah. That's my favorite. There you go. There you that, go. That I love. Anyways, so yeah, I have to say all my classmates really push me to where I'm at because right. they're just so incredible, and then like I feel like. I felt like I was chasing them. Yep. Even though it's not like you know, you you play your own game. You know, you're 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 your own comparison. You can't compare yourself to anybody else. Right. That I learned later on, but at that time, I'm just like, oh my god, they're so good, and I'm like so shit. And so I worked really hard. Um, all those things combined, I ended up as Sagmeister. Wow. What kind of projects were you working on as Sagmeister uh, out of the gate? My first one was the Jewish Museum. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. But and and you were oh, man, you were you were changing the landscape of the city almost out of the gate. There was like two sheets of those all over. It was so crazy because that was the first project that I ever worked on after I graduated. Wow. And I don't know if you, anybody can tell that I am not Jewish. <laughs> so in order for me to deliver authentic concepts and um I, I don't think authentic authentic is the right word in order for to me to do design that's not offensive to the jewish community right i had to do my homework right thoughtful designs yeah that's the time i i research cr- like crazy yeah because i like read up the backgrounds and i learned a good student our art oh i love knowledge yeah and um I learned a lot of artifacts um, and all the um, words and all the holidays right. and all the traditions. Yep. I was like bathed in it in order for me to like not to s- piss off a whole totally. whole group of people. To service it, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I know that my culture background at this given time, it's not going to help me. Sure. So sure, I sure. have to make up the time that I do not grew up with like I you know they're, they're, I did not grow up with any Jewish people yeah so I asked all my friends and then I, I just tried to like get all these information right. um in a way that kind of helps I I can imagine where you are you are studying it on an on an academic level so that like all the information you're you are receiving is 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 uh you can compartmentalize it specifically. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? And and funnel it out in a way that is non-traditional, but still like, you know, is it it honors tradition. Oh, for sure. But, um, I just remember at one point I did this one illustration of this, um, bar mitzvah boy holding the, the, the the Torah. Uh huh. And then, um, but it's by the scroll instead of uh, holding it at the end, the holder. The uh, museum director said, um, I, I'm pretty sure he is not allowed to touch the top part. That's why we have Torah pointer. Ah, and 
That's you know, like I studied so hard and I missed that one beat. And oh I was like, man, I hated myself so much that day. Like you had no idea. I I just went home. I I didn't cry, but I was so angry. I just like go on Wikipedia, just start reading. Like I mean, given that I don't love reading, but I was like right. so pe- I, I I hated myself so much. Like, how can I let that happen? Right, right. That guilt in me. I was just like, I'm gonna learn. Right. Learn. How much guilt? Okay, so you bring up an interesting point because like, <laughs> Ali hits me about this a lot because guilt pushes me a lot mm-hmm. too. Like, what do you think that comes from? What is that guilt from? Oh, this is a really good question. I did not expect you know, that. Because I, because like for me, if if I if I have a similar like where I feel like I missed something or I didn't do my homework on something, because I'm always trying to back up like my work with insight. At least when I'm trying to pitch mm-hmm. it out, you know, so yeah. like people feel like oh he he cares, he truly cares, and he has yeah knowledge. for sure. Like and um and like you know even like the mindset where it takes to like do that up front, but on a certain level, like I don't. I don't know where, where that guilt comes from necessarily. I don't know if it's because I'm Catholic. I don't know if it's because I'm Asian. I don't know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, I don't know where it comes from for you. I know one thing that it always in the back of my head is, um, so I have this, like, my the, the back of my head is um, not perfectly round. I have this, like, list, 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 one little bone that sticks out. Okay. So um, in Cantonese tradition, they call it the traitor bone. The traitor bone. Yeah, it means you're gonna betray people, or your country, or your group, or whatever. Whoa. So I grew up no, like just thinking that I'm not a good person. Wow. Like I, I, I was just like, okay, I'm that cursed one that I'm gonna do something really bad that everybody is gonna hate me. Right. So I would not want that to happen. So I, 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 I mean, I remember when I was in high school, I was like the Mister Nice. I say yes to everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to hurt anyone's feeling. I don't want to do... I mean, later on, I realized that's crazy. So yeah. you should not do that. Pointless. But I still feel like occasionally there's this, this little voice in me just like, you have to be... do extra good in order for you to not be a bad person. Yeah. So, I mean... It sounds super Catholic in a way, like <laughs> like a born sinner. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I do feel feel that I would occasionally overcompensate, just trying to make me feel less guilty. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, huh. it's weird. Yeah, that is weird. And have you felt that? I always felt that as a kid too. Did you feel that as a kid? Was that a kid thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I don't. I haven't done too many like bad bad stuff sure. like when i was a kid but you know every single one that i've done i remember them and sure. i i still remember them and i feel like i'm a person that does not like mistakes very yeah much i don't i don't handle them very well especially when that mistake has anything to do with my personality, it has anything to do with my personal trade. Mm-hmm. That's the time that really sticks to sticks with me. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It sticks in your craw. Yeah. It's like, I, I just feel like I'm still somehow paying my dues, trying to be a good person in a way. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it does not, it sounds so dark right now. Like I think over the just pure, um, audio, but it's, it's not like that. It's just this little thing that keeps you going, you know, right. in a way. Yeah. I, where do you, yeah. where do you think 
rebellion comes from. Cause when I, cause I know like I have the guilt thing too, for sure. Yeah. But then the rebellion thing, um, because you know, I want my rebellion, my rebellious aspect is about me wanting to show that I'm, um, like, like I'm kind of representing myself or like I'm representing a true self. So, but also I'm trying to like overtly position my rebellion as like also there's a selling point to myself. You know, oh, you for know sure. what I mean? Oh, I know like exactly it's weird. what you mean. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, to me, I grew up in China right. where every single kid's life is a copy of another person. You know, like you all grew up in the same system. Right. So you go through the same exact um, um, levels or procedures or whatever, like progress. Everybody's progress is the same. Right. It doesn't mean it doesn't matter. You're a good student or a bad student. You have to go through these grades. Yes. And then you have to go through these X Y Z tests tests tests. So I remember one thing that I said to myself is if I'm gonna go study abroad. Yep. I need to be as free as possible. Yep. And that's one of the reasons I moved here. Yeah. And then I also realized the liberty and the freedom is a false advertisement here. (laughs) Uh, Not cool, America. Yeah, well, we thought we had it. Then we lost it. We thought we had it ish. Ish, ish. I really would say ish because... It, it is funny for me to hear... This is going to go really controversial, I think. Go for it. Just do it. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not Come scared. get me. <laughs> um, I am not scared. Um, for me, when I first moved here, I really felt... I really thought that this is a country of liberty and freedom. That you can do whatever you want and be whoever you want to be. Yep. And... um. After I moved here, I understand that, oh, there is this um, actually huge unspoken uh, moral boundary that you would never thought about when you're on the other side of the world. Like, it's something that, you know, people commonly understood and they don't really talk about it, but... um, what do you mean by boundary, moral boundary? No, I feel like there are just certain yes, yes, and no, no's that people, I mean, how do I say this? Well, let's say one of my example is, for example, how are you? Sure. When I'm in China, we were taught when somebody asks you, how are you? You, t- you tell them how you are. Got it. Here is not about that. No. They do not care. Nope. How you really are. No, there's no meaning to that phrase at all. No, it's it's hello here. Basically. But I was not told that. And then nobody like why would anybody explain how how are you to you? You know what I'm you know what yes, I mean? Like yes, it's, yes. it's it's already so much embedded into every single person's life that they don't bother. But I just right. remember somebody asked me that and I happened to have a really bad day. First year in America. I just went on and on and on. I was like, oh my God, like this sucks. Like I'm trying to do my deadlines and my class is crazy. And then I just see that person on the other side taking deep breaths. Like she's being really kind, but she really got to go. And she really has zero interest. Right. Yeah. Her name is, 
Anastasia. And then she's, <laughs> she was like, oh shit, he engaged with me. Yeah, and because she honestly just, uh, and just walk away. Right. That's what she thought that she was getting into. For sure. And then I just stood there and gave her a five minute monologue of my life. Yeah, that she did not sign up for. Yep, yep. Poor girl. Now I learned. Unsubscribe. Oh, for sure. Blocked. <laughs> um, I was also told, um, I also did not know that you say nice to meet you once and then you switch to nice to see you. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, I have a lot of insights about English. Wow. So that I've never thought about that one. Exactly, right? So I have made the mistake of but this is me. Sometimes I'll forget that I've met a person. Oh, no, that, that that's common. Yeah. Especially when you're famous. Um <laughs> uh, shut up. What else? Uh I remember I Say nice to meet you every day to my roommates God. in college. God, every that, single day. I would you would be so fucking insufferable to me. No. I would be like, holy shit. No, exactly. So, and also, I was with seven film dudes. Were you in like the, bros. the George Washington door? No, I was in Nuras. Oh, okay, so that's downtown. No, no, no. It's it's right above SVA. The huge one, the oh, tall one. Oh, like right above like the the little moon cafe, yeah, the yeah, monkey yeah. cafe, the, whatever, the monkey bar, monkey bar. So I was at the top floor in the duplex. Oh. Fancy. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I don't know. Fun, I didn't fun, know. Fun. I didn't know. And then I was living with seven straight film bros. <laughs> like they just high five each other and bro each other every single day. And I was so uncomfortable as a little yeah. gay boy from China. And I'm just like, so nice to meet you. Oh my gosh. And, um, at one point, once we really established, like in the second semester, it's like, yo, dude, you know who we are, right? Like, you remember us. I was like, yeah, like you're blah, blah, blah. I'm just name everybody named like, like a real idiot. And I was like, okay, but why do you say nice to meet us every single morning? <laughs> and I was like, because it's too nice to meet you. I'm happy to, like, I'm happy to meet you. I was like, dude, it's nice to see you because we have met already. Right. So now we see each other. Right. Right. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I literally I just imagine like a vertigo shot. So no. Like zipping, just like, I just zoom like my whole view just zoom. And then, but what's crazy is I say nice to meet you to every single fucking person that I encountered <laughs> on daily basis. Yeah. Yep. AKA all my teachers, all my classmates, yeah. all my roommates. Right. But you're but you're an Asian student. You're yeah, Asian. sure. But I don't want to represent that. <laughs> I'm well, trying there are to. A lot of Asian students at SBA that do represent that. Oh so no, you oh, for sure. Mentalized in that. For sure. I mean, I just don't want to be one of them. Got it. <laughs> I don't want to participate. I love that. Yeah, and then it was so embarrassing. I hated myself. Oh fuck! I can imagine. Yeah, that would eat at me too. I mean, dude, because you, your mind, you'd, you'd think about every single time you'd done it. Yeah, like I did it for a solid six months, yeah. dude. Yeah. And I have met hundreds of people. Yep. Yep. 
I cannot, like, I, I had a moment. Like, I had, like, not a meltdown, but, like, I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> you felt stupid. This, oh, I feel so dumb. Yeah. I feel so dumb, so uneducated. Sure. Bad mannerism. I, I sure. feel so rude. But but also, it's like, you can't step into every scenario knowing everything uh, no, out of the gate. No. There's a, there's a of education process. Of, of course. And also, the China, uh, English... Uh, teaching situation in China is so bad. Sure. Like, the how are you and the nice to meet you. Yeah. Like, these such common situation so, that it's really not explained. Yeah. But also, you kind of have to have, like, the situation where you're, like, you have to live around. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to I have to live in the, you know, the water cooler. You know, whatever. Yeah. But it's fine. Also, that, no one cares. That's another thing about Americans. Americans don't give a shit. <laughs> About stuff like that. New Yorkers don't give a shit about stuff no, like that. No, New Yorkers don't give a shit. But at the time, everybody's from somewhere else. Sure. So they, like, I just remember not being treated as a foreigner, per se, but I know that I'm not one of them. Got it. They made that very clear. Got it. First of all, I know that I'm not a bro. Yep. Definitely not. Definitely not. And I definitely do not hi-fi every single fucking five seconds. <laughs> I still not good at it. Yep. Do not know the secret handshakes. <laughs> All of those things. I'm just like, oh, why is this so hard? Yeah. To be a dude here. It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. I, I, I feel I have to straddle a line. I feel I have to straddle many lines. Yeah. So that part was difficult. And also at a second part, and this is going to be a huge announcement here. Go for it. That nobody knows. Not too many people knows about this. Exclusive. Exclusive enough. Exclusive okay. enough. When I first moved here, my name was Phil. What? That your American name? Yes. What? Yes. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, I think a lot of people really was like, really cannot think of that name associated with me. Cause, no. Like, that is probably it's one of pun. the whitest thing I can ever come up with. Phil. Who, Phil. who you chose Phil? I, obviously. P-H-I-L. Yeah, not Philip, just Phil. Just Phil. <laughs> <laughs> just, I have a reason, but the reason is so dumb. What's the, you have to have the reason. So, my, my Chinese nickname is Feifei. Okay. And then when you translate Phil into Chinese, because every single English name translated into Mandarin. Yes, yes. So, Faye was Phil. Wow. In, in China. That's amazing. That's why I picked that. But I did not know that Phil is Philip's nickname. So, at first, everybody was like, Philip. Yeah. yeah you don't want to go with Philip? I'm like, no, it's Phil. Like, why would you, why are you asking me that? And also, Philip in China is spelled with F. Not with PH. Oh. Most of the time. So to me, this is crazy. My name starts with PH and you're giving me a name start with F. Like, why would you think that it sounds similar, but they have nothing to do with each other? And I also had this epiphany in uh, sophomore year that I just realized I don't want to explain this American name anymore. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of it. I have a perfectly good, awesome name. Awesome name. The best initial in the world. I have ZZ as exactly. my initial. Why are you? Why are you just messing around right now? Yeah, and also I just another thing that I 
I had the reason I had that realization is I finally understood the meaning of my name in my Chinese name. Interesting. My name means a exuberant kid. <laughs> perfect. Peng so perfect. Ex- exuberant. And it's a, it's a child. Wow. Or the son of somebody. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this name is so perfect for me. Why would I want to go by anybody else? Right. Therefore, I went back to Zipeng and How long did you use Phil for? Uh four years in China and two years in America. So six wow. years. Whoa. Yeah. So all my Chinese friends call me Phil. That's crazy. And all my uh friends I made uh the first two years in college call me Phil. Wow. It's somebody a lot of people still having a very hard time. <laughs> like my best friend here, Tai Mei, she still calls me Phil occasionally. And then oh. she would just cover her mouth. Like, like Phil, yeah. it's Phil. Yeah, Shh. yeah. So it's it's funny that I think from that point on, yeah, I was one hundred percent authentic. Wow, that yeah. from that point on, and that's I, when you felt like you landed. Yeah. Oh, also, crazy thing is my English got better. I had a dream in English. Whoa! I jumped. Yeah, it was so weird. I remember from that point on, I don't need to uh, think of this sentence in Chinese first and translate it into English and then say it out loud. Wow. But before, I'm always like a second behind. Sure. Now I can fully, fluently respond immediately. Wow. I don't need to think about what to say. Like, like speaking is not in my head right now. Yeah. I have other things in my head. Yeah. Speaking yeah, yeah. is so natural to me. That's crazy. It is really insane. Because I always think of you as like very quick-witted in general. Yeah, I, I'm fast. Yes, you're very fast. But that has not happened the first two years when I was here. I can imagine. I I was having a really hard time. I don't understand. I used to call this, uh, the, uh, how was it called? The zodiac sign Virgo, virgin. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're virgin? <laughs> I'm a scale. I'm a Libra. I'm a scale. Like a fucking idiot. God, that must have eaten uh, away at you. Dude. Like, every time you have a new realization about something cultural, must have killed it's you. It's still happening every single day. Oh, but. My I mean, lovely um, project manager slash partner, she was like, it cracks her up all the time. What but At this I point, say. it's charming now. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. At this point, it's endearing. Yeah, and also, you know, I would notice a lot of things I don't think a native English speaker would notice. I agree. For example, why is terrific means positive, terrible means negative, right? Yes. But horrific and horrible both means negative. Why is that? Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. I don't understand. Yeah. Because I am a man of logic. Yes. I'm trying to find patterns from this right. language. Right. And your language does not make sense. Oh, that's very true. And the word terribly can actually be like uh, a term that describes like uh, the extent of something. Oh, yeah. And also, nobody tell me the difference the difference between shit and the shit. <laughs> I was so confused because... All my life, I knew that shit is bad. Yep. And then I just remember I was showing my work to a 
a classmate of mine. He's like, yo, dude, this is the shit, man. Like, he said, I was like, I was so offended. But meanwhile, I was also very confused because he said it with full enthusiasm. And then I was like, dude, why are you being so happy but right. what you're saying so negative it's like right. I just call you the shit man like <laughs> that's a fucking compliment I was like no it isn't I, th- I think a lot of that mindset is due to um, the post counter culture vernacular yeah. where all of a sudden you have the inversion of meaning yeah in order to indicate youth <laughs> you know what I'm saying fuck is awesome and awful exactly yeah <clears throat> I it's agree it's crazy yeah. And it's so difficult for me because <laughs> I am like an either black or white kind of person. Yep. When you're black and white at the same time, I just, I don't know what to do. Right, right, right. But I mean, now I, now I know better, but right. at that time it was just giving me such a hard time. I think sometimes those things, um, like the word fuck, I think that a lot of times that kind of comes down to a sound effect. It's a sound, oh, yeah. it's a sound yeah. effect. And then in, yeah, emotional intent through sound essentially dictates meaning yeah now i say fuck almost every single five <laughs> yeah, seconds so you know <laughs> go figure i have to ask about what's this uh the thing with you eating now what's this project with you eating oh my i mean i it's not anything concrete yet yet yeah. but i do want to start a food block just to you watch eating. this skinny asian person because i eat a lot I eat about five to six meals a day. Would you would you have the um your whole like your metabolic strength be a sell point of the blog where it's like watch me try to gain pounds that I'm not. I mean, I would like to I would like to gain weight. Um but Take a weight whole- gainer, man. Take a weight gainer, bro. High five. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's like a like like protein shakes or something. Oh yeah. I mean I drink protein shake. I think it's one of the most delicious things in the world. Me too. Yeah. It is so I'm not a food snob either. I will, I will eat anything just to sustain. I mean, I'm, I'm no, I'm a huge food snob. Like, oh, I well, got it. I like, but to me, protein shake is delicious. Yeah, it's. I don't know why I find it like. Oh, I just love the taste of it. I think it's delicious. Um, but yeah, I I cannot suffer a bad meal. Like for me, bad sex and bad meal are huge <laughs> no-no to me. Yep. They are not allowed to happen in my life. Yep, yep, yep. When they happened, I will be so angry <laughs> to that person in that restaurant. <laughs> Hopefully not at the same time. Ew. <laughs> yeah. well, I no, I mean, it's too much. This blog could take an interesting turn. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I like to have my enjoyment separate so I can extend the enjoyment for longer period of time gotcha i wanted to do this one (laughs) this one series (laughs) slash blog thing where i was it was in portland um and i was just trying to find like reasons to just like do random shit but you have pock pock there we do have pock pock there we do pock it's amazing pock pock is yes i agree and portland is great for food yes that's what i heard i cannot wait to go there yeah oh no it's dope to visit but also but i was always you know i'm a kind of like a city guy and yeah. I need nature is not my friend. Yeah, you know what I realized that I'm not uh, an outdoorsy person. Me neither. I never went to the gorge, and never went to the mountains, and never snowboarded out there. Never I went think, to the springs. I think hiking is one of the like every anybody can hate me for saying this. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't get it. For me, it's a waste of time. 
I don't want to go into the mountain, get dirty as fuck, yeah. camp in some fucking cold ass weather, yep. and dealing with bugs. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. My idea of being outdoors is going to Coney Island and just being kind near the beach and like beach eating, is as far as I can, yeah like beaches as far as I can go but totally. like I cannot like I need to go to like a civilized beach yeah me too I need to have people and humanity around I need me. humanity I need a frozen margarita <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah I need I need to have enjoyment for enhancement for me. <laughs> To enjoy that experience. Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm not about to, like, swim in the ocean. No. I, I just want to chill there, right. get some tan, and drink some boozy-ass drinks, and then <laughs> chill out. So, uh, now we're winding down just a little bit. <laughs> I want to ask, uh, what do you think is next for you? What are you doing next? What's what, what's happening for Zipong? Aside, blue, food blogs aside. Well, it... It really varies because right now my life it's up to the God at the immigration office. Right. So what happens after that? Like what are what are the paths that the potential paths? So I have three route. Wow. First of all, is if they accepted my green card. Right. Hallelujah. If there's right. wood, I would knock on it. I well, don't think there is, but I would knock on whatever I can. There's wood I, somewhere. I, there's wood somewhere. I got my own wood. I can knock on my <laughs> knock on my Mm-hmm. Uh, Duly noted. Yeah. Uh, when would it, you know about this? What? When would you know? Uh, I just got um, the first round of feedback from them. They are requesting for more uh, documents and evidence and oh my whatever. God. So I'm preparing my second round of um, Crazy. materials. Do you need a letter? Um, I a- think I'm good for now. Yeah. Um, I have a lovely lawyer that organizes really awesome stuff for me. So they're great. They're, they're, they're working hard right now. Um, the second one, which is backup plans for me to stay here. Like instead of a green card, I can have other alternative for me to be here. Gotcha. And then the third is I will go somewhere else. Oh, that would be America's Lost. Uh, yeah. But they made up their mind, so they just have to suck it up. Uh, fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, it is so hard to be an immigrant it is in tough. this country. It's real tough. Especially I mean, right now. Yes. I, I have to say, though, like, in green card and visa t- towards Chinese people was never easy. Oh, ever. Because sure. we're not technically allies. So it's it's never easy for us, but it's even harder now just because this country is hurting my feelings a little bit. Sure. I feel that um everything that's going on I mean, last year really broke my heart from Orlando. Yeah. I I never really cried. Ever, yeah. I had two days. I just cannot do anything. I just lay in bed and cried and cried and cried because I feel like all my years of um, discrimination, yes, all my years of injustice, and all my years of dealing with homophobia and racism, right. it just like all let out from that w- one event. Like every time I think of or- Orlando, I cry. Yeah, like I just cannot deal with that and for me 
to be honest, one of the main thing that I would love to focus on if I get to stay here yeah. is to help other people to stay here. Yeah. Other talented, hardworking, creative that love this country. Totally. Dedicate. Like one thing that people don't understand about immigrants is the reason these fucking immigrants are here because they fucking love it here. Totally. Yes. They want to be here. They actively want to be here. They were not born here. They choose to be here. They're trying everything they can to be here. Isn't that enough right. for... And you're contributing. That... Yes. I have American employees. Exactly. Damn. No, and I pay you taxes. Get, you're going to be emotional, man. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard. I just so went... true. I mean... I have been to too many goodbye parties. Right. And the goodbye parties are with these loving people that they try so hard to be here. Right. And, but given bad luck or bad circumstances or bad lawyers or whatever, right. these messed up things happen. What do you, what do you think is, I mean, what, what can you tell the the immigrants that are like in a similar position. Cause I think, I do think that you're in a better position than most. To I be am honest. very lucky. Like yeah. I have a good lineup right. of projects. Exactly. And, and also clients. you've had like a good string of luck so far. Yeah. So yeah. far. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. I didn't run, run, run them out. Totally. Um, uh, symbolic marriage. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's option four. Remember. <laughs> and, um, yeah. um, no, but uh, like, what would you, what, what do you want to, uh, what do you think we could do to fix the system? Or like, what can, what advice can you say so that you can help people? that are in a similar position that may not be as lucky as you. I mean, one thing that I say to all my friends are going through the same thing yeah. is that if you know anybody has been through that, talk to them. Right. Because this is a very specific state of mind and this very specific circumstance that unfortunately Americans would never understand. Right. No offense to any American here. It's, it's just true. It's just something that you would never need to encounter. Why would you have the empathy for that? Right. You know, only the people had gone through that understood what you're going through because the country you love, yeah, you dedicated your time, effort, sweat, tear, blood to this place. Right. Now it's saying, I don't know if I want you. Right. And it's really heartbreaking because you'd be like, but I worked so hard. Yeah. I tried eight years here. Like, what like, else do I have to do? Yeah, what like, what do you want me to do? Right. And um, talk to friends and also be as logical or sensible as possible because this is not a time for you to just have panic attacks right because this is the time that you actually need to pull yourself together pre prepare all the documents that you need right because it's check boxing it's you're checking boxes right. you know legal you, legal legally legally you, you, ha you have to make sure you deliver all these things in order for you to be examined absolutely and this is not a time for you to just to cry through Right. how tough your life is. If anything, this is the time for you to be even stronger. You have to. Yes. You have to. And also, you. everybody need to know that whether you get it or not, if you get it, great, congratulations. If you don't, it's not the end of the world. Right. You know, you can always go back home right. or you, you can always go somewhere else. I have two backup 
places for me to go <laughs> that possibly, you know, if this is not working out. Right. And you have a project manager out here. You could yeah. you could do what you need to do. Yeah. And there are other business friendly nations, although I think this place is exceptionally business friendly. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's I I have to say like our industry given as pretentious as it gets. Oh yeah. It's very loving. It's yeah. very friendly. We protect it's, our own. Yeah, like you I mean know, as long as you're on time, but yeah. Yeah. I mean Yes, but like everybody is very, very nice. Everybody is have a good heart to help people. Totally. Like if you're an asshole, you don't get far in this industry, period. It's true. It's true. If you're a dickhead, you don't go far. That's true. But that being said, I do feel that it is a tough time, but just to understand it's not the end of the world. Right. And you can go somewhere else and then come back. Yeah. And then, you know, Life is life. Life, life is life, man. Like yeah. you just are you optimistic? Gotta live it. Are you optimistic? Um, I am. I'm at very optimistic. Um, I'm not. However, I'm not optimistic about this situation because I need to prepare for the worst. Right. Just because I have to. Yes. Yes. But generally, doing your homework again. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, I'm a very optimistic person. You know, like. Um, I, I hope for the best for everything and everybody and, yeah. and everywhere. And I hope one day, I mean, okay, this is going to get like a little bit more meta, but like, I hope one day, like the human race can understand that we're all in it together. Yep. Yep. If it takes is to have alien to attack us in order for us to understand that we are one species. Yeah. I would take that because yeah. for me, it's so like, I think about this all the time is for the next, whatever that's taking over earth yeah, to look at us, what would they think about us? Right. Are we these narcissi- narcissistic creature that we not learn from our mistake and then perform the same mistake over and over and over again. Or these people at one point, they understand that they need their survival instinct to kick in 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 order for them to progress. Right. Which one are we so far? I don't know the answer and I hope we're the, the later one, but, um, the latter one. I don't know what's the right word. But um yeah, man, I would hope for the best of us. Me too. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, brother. You're very welcome, brother. It was beautiful having you here. Same here. Uh, Lovely to be here. Uh where can our listeners just uh where can we find you on the internet? Just Instagram as easy design. Okay. That's easy enough for now. Cool. Easy enough for now. And if you it's want easy enough for now. It's easy enough for now. And if you want offensive tweets. The same exact handle. And I do not like Selena Gomez. <laughs> I do not like her. Oh, yeah. That uh, that recent hack was very interesting. <laughs> I do not know what happened. Oh. Uh, someone, I don't follow her. I, like, I literally know nothing about her. Oh, I gotcha. No interest. Someone hacks, well, someone hacks Selena Gomez and just was posting uh, dick pics of Justin Bieber. <laughs> I mean, his dick is not bad. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I, I've seen it. It's... <laughs> I was hoping much smaller. <laughs> You're hoping much smaller. No, because I just feel like he does not like 
like a man like like a boy like sure him sure 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 probably sure. doesn't grow anything but it was not bad fair enough you know i was like oh my god yeah like not that. below average. Good for you. He has a Mark Wahlberg abs, and also he's a protege of Usher. So, yeah, I mean, and he has a pretty good voice. Yeah, he does. It's true. Yeah, I, Despacito I hate remix. To... I I don't. I can't hate it. I can't. It's hard. I'm the one, man. You're you're the DJ Khaled. I know. That's a that's a good ass song. Ooh, you cannot it, not like that song. It's a good song. I agree. Every single person that I kind of want to hate is in it and I love it. I know. The video is ridiculous too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And Quavo. Oh my God. I, Quavo. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> on, on the note of Justin Bieber's dick. <laughs> yes. Let's end on Justin Bieber's dick. Yeah, perfect. Zapong too. Thank you. Thank you, Rich too. I can't think of any more appropriate way to end the conversation than on Justin Bieber's dick. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. I want to thank Zapong for coming through. He's awesome. And I want to give it up to Desjin, our sponsor, Ben Sounds on Music. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you want to follow me on social media, it's rich underscore TU on Instagram, Twitter, and all those other places. Thanks for listening to First Generation Burden. Come back next week. We have another fun one for you. I'm Rich too. Bye.